Boys, welcome back. Episode 49 of the Review Podcast. And it is the Sunday NFL Week 10 Pick'em Show. So we broke our little streak of having a podcast every week because we didn't record one last week. But we're back. Week 10. Exciting week in the NFL. We've got Seth. We've got Ferulo. And we've got myself. Boys, how are you today? Doing well. Go ahead. I'm doing, I'm doing very I'm, well. I'm, I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Seth is tired. Ferulo is energized. I'm somewhere in the middle. It's going to make for a great episode. Uh, let's update you all on the Pick'em standings before we get into it. Um, Seth took over last week. You are now in the lead. You are 76-36-1 on the season after That's going 10-2 last week, which is very impressive. I am 73-39-1 after going 5-7. and seven. So yes. it's a new week. Yeah, it was a, that was a big yikes. I haven't been I haven't been on my game as of late, uh, but I'm looking to turn it around this week. Ferulo is joining us to try and give us a run for our money this week. He said very bold claim that he was going to beat us, both of us in the pick this week. So I don't know. We'll see if that happens. We've got a pretty good game, good slate of NFL games today. So let's hop right into it. Game number one, Eagles Giants. Does that Ferulo, do you want me to, yeah, I'll go first because I know you guys don't like to pick with me. Um, all right, I'm taking the Giants in this football game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That makes it laughing? real easy for Seth and I. <laughs> go ahead, take the Eagles. I don't care. The Giants are going to win. I will. <laughs> yeah, I will too. You kidding me? I, I mean, I was planning on taking them anyway. I'm just 10 times more confident in my pick now. All right, Ferrell, why are you taking the Giants? Well, I think that Daniel Jones is just better than Carson Wentz. And I know what you guys are thinking, but Carson Wentz is terrible, in my opinion. I don't has, disagree that bar. with that. Where's well, that okay, bar? Okay, no, no, we can talk about it. <laughs> Both of these guys are bad. and But what I will say is the Giants kind of competed with the box. what was it, two weeks ago? And the Eagles, you look at the Eagles' schedule, and the Eagles, the teams that they play, I mean— whatever some of their wins i don't even know who their wins are but i i just i don't know for whatever reason i'm feeling that it's going to be a close game but i think the giants are going to pull away in the end yeah i don't i don't see that at all okay Um, i just don't i i get i understand that the giants can beat some teams this is the worst division in football as we've mentioned Mm -hmm. a million times on the show these are the best and and the worst team in the division playing against each other right now. I think the Eagles have this one by like double digits. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think any of these teams are good. And I agree that Carson Wentz isn't good, but I'm picking the Eagles just because they're top of the division and the giants are at the bottom. This game is meaningful for both teams. I'm taking Eagles, Seth, any other reasons that, (laughs) that aren't obvious. I mean, the giants don't exactly have like, anyone on that team that makes me think that they can win this game. Like the Phillies are uh, the Phillies. Good Lord. The, the Phillies, Philly, <laughs> Phil, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's what it was. You know, whatever. It's early in the morning. Okay. Um, <laughs> the wow. Eagles are at least healthy. It's 1145. No way. <laughs> Ferulo said it was 1145, like 20 minutes ago. And now it's finally 1145. <laughs> but anyway, continue. Yeah, no, the Eagles are at least healthy. Like, they, they, they have their normal weapons. The Giants have Golden Tate being old as hell. Yeah. 
It's fair. I well think both put. teams are. I think both teams are uh, terrible. And I mean, I don't know if you guys watch Barstool Sports. Um, Deion Sanders uh, weekly picks. But if you did, I don't listen to anything that man says. He would really? say, "Ain't nobody care about this game." Thank, thank you for that quote, Rule. Two two days in a row for Rule has used that quote on a podcast. <laughs> Dude, but it's so true. <laughs> Who cares about this game? There's a lot of games today that we're. I mean, like, there's no a lot riding on this game. This Dude, is the fact you know, that you, there is a lot riding on this game. You look at the yeah. playoff picture, and it's like all these powerhouse teams. You got like Green Bay, the Bucks. You got the Seahawks. You got New Orleans, and then you just see Eagles in the middle of the pack right now, and it's just that's so embarrassing. Right. It has to be I so think embarrassing. The Eagles win one playoff game this year just because no one's going to expect them to. Like they're going to go in with ze- they're going to be that team that goes in with zero expectations. Like there, there's no pressure on them at all, and they go out there and they beat some random team week one of the playoffs. Well, they're in a great spot right now because they're in a division where everyone's like, oh, whatever. Like. This team, they're a joke. They don't even have to win games. They can save it for the wild card. And then once they get into the playoffs, boom, they're going to come out of nowhere. And that's when they can turn it on. So I a thousand percent agree. They they have playoff potential, this team. And they don't need to try in the regular season because the division's pretty much theirs at this point. Unless Mr. Ben DiNucci or, or, or Gary Gilbert or whatever his name is turns it on for the Cowboys. That or Dak Prescott comes back in the wheelchair and starts throwing bombs to CD. Dude, honestly, they're probably better off with him in a wheelchair than anyone else they're throwing at quarterback. They right are, now. and we've talked about this. You don't need to be mobile. Just have him sit back in the pocket, shotgun formation every time. Give Dak Prescott like a, a wheelchair and like a pillow for his foot and just have him throw 10-yard out routes to Amari Cooper, and they could probably string together a few wins. Someone should do team. that. Someone should mod Madden to make a mod for Madden where Dak Prescott plays in a wheelchair and see how well the Cowboys would do for all the video game peoples out there. Make it happen, please. Speed the video two. games, people. The video. What What are they? Video gamers. I, computer. <laughs> I don't even know. Dude. I don't know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Seth and I are taking Eagles. Ferullo took Giants for some reason, and that's that. Well, Next game. I look at it this way. Wait, wait. I look at it this way. If I want to win, I got to take some bold picks. You know, I just I don't think I'm going to win by just going with all the same picks that you guys go with. That's so, what I you know, used to think. <laughs> and then but, last week yeah. happened. You know, if it if it happens, if I lose, I lose. You know, I, it, it's going to happen. There's something to be said for agreeing with every pick. Cause, cause then if you get one wrong, they get one wrong too. Yeah, that's true. It's not the worst strategy in the world. No, although I hate true, being yeah. on every pick, but if you're trying to come in and like not lose ground, agreeing on every pick, isn't the worst way to do it. We're not doing that, but I'm just yeah. saying if that yeah, was your yeah. strategy, I wouldn't blame you. All right. Next game, Jaguars and Packers, uh, Ferulo, weatherman, Ferulo meteorologist told me that there's going to be snow at Lambeau field. That plays a factor into this game. Going to be a run-heavy game. Uh, but Seth also brought up a good point. Aaron Rodgers is used to this. He's played in the snow his whole career. Packers are going to win this game by 24 points. Taking the pack. Yeah, I mean, I don't think me and Seth disagree with that at all. That would be an Seth, accurate assessment, Ferullo. I'm, I'm speaking for you. I do not think you were going to take the Jaguars. Ferullo is the Lorax. He is speaking for the trees. <laughs> yes. It's funny because I'm a head taller than both of you. <laughs> whoa. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm taller than Ferulo. Hey, uh, you're both still short. Hey. It's fine. 
That's right, fine. I can't argue with that. Did you see the person on TBR who was coming at me in our comment section? No. Oh, my God. Some rando. Dude, you underestimate how much I look at the TBR, like, comment. I well, like I didn't the post. know if yet. It, like, I like the post when I see it. I comment on it if I have something to say, and that's it. I don't, like, go back to the No, TV. yeah, I know you don't go. I just didn't know if there was, like, if the comment was there before you'd seen it, but it, it wasn't. So this guy, it was on the scrambled eggs on Halloween video, which Seth right. agrees with me on, by I the do. way. Uh, he goes, he goes, Lamau, nice voice changer to change your voice from a baseball playing squeaker to a skinny looking redneck. <laughs> just out, just out of left field. This guy, this guy just took a shot at me. Did, does he go to Wait. Berwick? No, I don't think so. Why? I don't Wait, know. It's just the first team I think he has a hundred like, followers on Instagram. He doesn't follow TBR. He's a hundred followers. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, bro, nice voice changer, bro. Nice, yeah, it's like, it, I understand you, that the voice do doesn't match the did, body. Did you reply you, and explain to him that puberty exists? I said, can you, can you do that I know it's hard to believe because I'm four foot tall on a good day, but this is my real voice. And he goes, can't argue with that. <laughs> can you do? Can you put a voice changer on me, please? No, I don't know how to. Oh, this guy oh, thinks that I'm just changing. I didn't change my voice. No, he didn't. <laughs> Am I looking at the wrong post here? Because I'm looking at the scrambled eggs. Or did he message the instagram no it's a, it's right here it's it's michael lynch that did it happen though and then underscore cnd2 underscore lmao nice voice changer to change your voice from a baseball playing squeaker to a skinny looking redneck and then uh, i said i i literally i don't have it it doesn't exist how is that possible hit click on the comment like button and see if it pops up then you probably no, deleted it's, it it's he, literally it's, not there he's still up there it. i'm on it right now <laughs> I'm, I don't know I'm on my you. Brendan Willett account and it's still there on TBR's page what? on the scrambled eggs post yes look. I don't know what to tell you look 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 okay I'm gonna have to do this backwards I can't see your screen dude for some reason it the Skype call will only put Ferulo in the big like the big screen I'm not even on the screen at all no, like, I kind of see you. I've got this little tiny, like, window of you. I can't figure out how to change the screen because Skype sucks. That's it. I yeah. see it. I see it. Yeah. CND2. CND2. Who is this guy? I don't know. We've been getting a lot of hate recently. Lots of it. Some some talking about the pixels on the video yesterday. People calling us clowns. People saying I changed my voice. I love it, though, because, hey, joke's on you. You clicked on the video. So, yeah, this is true. Next game, Washington football team, Detroit Lions. Who are you guys taking? I'll go first so that just if you guys want to pick differently, I get the Lions in this game. I think the Lions, I think both of these teams are very bad, but I will say the Lions actually tend to get out to a, a, a lead early. And then they're always they always kind of blow it, kind of like the Falcons, I feel like not as not as bad as the Falcons. But I don't think Washington has the assets to make a comeback. So I think the Lions are going to get out early, and then they're just going to run away with it. Seth? I mean, it, uh, you feel so bad because I, I, I have to agree with Ferulo. How am I going to pick the football team, dude? Like, how am I going to do that? The football oh. team. <laughs> I'll never forget. It was what week one or two when we did this, and I called them the Redskins, and you guys yelled at me. 
Yeah, because that's not their team name anymore. Yeah, we got to cover our own butts. Right. Um, so you're picking the Lions, Seth? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of hate to do it, too. Not because I want to agree with Rula. I don't, I don't care about that as much. It's more because, I don't know, this game just isn't good. I feel like either team has potential to win this game. But Alex Smith, when he came into that game, didn't he throw for like a ridiculous amount of yards? He's the starter now, dude. Yeah, they don't have anybody else. Kyle Allen got absolutely Alex Smith, and Alex Smith <laughs> is now his replacement. Um, but I'm, I'm picking the Lions. Oh, by the way, on that par three, 155 yards, Tiger had a 10. A Good 10. Lord. Yeah. Dude, that's 10. like me playing golf. So he's Heck, plus I, seven lower than a 10 on a. He put par. it in the he put it in the water. Jeez. So he's plus seven on that hole. So he is now plus four overall. So today alone, oh he is. How, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Today how, alone, he is he is plus ten today. Oh, oh he's six under going into today. Okay. He was six under. Now he's plus four. Oh my god. <laughs> Talk about a colossal collapse for. Well, I mean, we knew he wasn't gonna win. We knew he wasn't gonna win. We, we didn't know gonna, that. No, we did. I mean, he was he was down nine shots. No, nah, dude, did you see the did you see the post where someone like, was like, digest. yeah, they compared Jack Nicholas and Tiger. Yeah, and they were both tied seventeen going into whatever day, the last round or whatever. Yeah, and Jack Nicholas won. Yeah, I just read Seth's mind. Not a big deal. Um. <laughs> But yeah, we're both we're all we all three have the Lions. Although Washington could easily win this game if Alex Smith I, falls out. I agree. Right. Well, looking at the records, the Washington football team is 0-3 away, and the Lions are 0-3 at home. <laughs> yeah, so that. this game just sucks. It, yeah. Is you're just proving my point for me? Is this don't watch this game? Ain't nobody care. All right, next game: <laughs> Texans and Browns. I'm picking the the Browns. All right. I am too. Well, you didn't. You didn't let me say I was going with the Browns before. Yeah, that's right. Said. Fuck you, Ferulo. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't copy you guys, just so that you know. No, Nick no, no back. one's, no one's. Yeah, Nick Chubb. Like th- this game is just, it's going to the Browns. Big Daddy Baker is going to throw for like seven thousand yards today. The Browns are back on track. That's all I've got to say about it. Easy game. Next one: Tampa Bay and Carolina. Let it be known that if Christian McCaffrey was playing, I would be picking Carolina. I agree with that. Tampa Bay. So that means you're not, right? Yeah, I'm picking Tampa. Yeah, as much as I hate picking the Buccaneers, as much as I loved watching them lose last week, I have to take it. It's crazy to think how how bad Carolina is without McCaffrey. They're not even that bad. Actually, didn't they almost beat Tampa earlier this year without McCaffrey? Yeah, um, because they all yeah. beat Tampa earlier this year. It's just a matter of whether or not McCaffrey. They lost. They lost thirty-one seventeen. But that game was close. Like, it was close for most of the. That's like the. That's like the Pats Chiefs game. It was McCaffrey it's actually won by like sixteen? But the fact that they got McCaffrey back. Last it was McCaffrey week and they lost in our to the Chiefs by two oh, points. Okay. Yeah, he did play against Tampa Bay. He had two touchdowns, and they still lost. Jesus. So without without that, him, they don't win. Yeah. The fact they got him back and they lost to the Chiefs by only two points, I agree with you. With I'll buckle. say this though, Teddy Bridgewater has has been playing very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not mean, necessarily yeah. putting up great numbers, I'm, but he's doing a good job in Carolina. I don't think I would give it last year with the Saints. 
It wasn't yeah. like he was putting up monster numbers last year when Drew Brees went down, but he was playing well enough that he managed to he get himself the job. A job this yeah, year. exactly. I don't think they. I don't think the record shows how good this team actually is. The Bucks. Well, I mean, you no, could argue the, the same the thing with like the, you can you can say the same thing about the Chargers and the Steelers. Like both of those teams, yeah. every game's been within like seven points or something crazy. Mm-hmm. And so it yeah. sparks the debate of like, are the Chargers unlucky or are they bad? And are the Steelers lucky or are they bad? Well, the Chargers, I do not like because the Steelers are good, but they're not eight no good. But we'll talk about them in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we will when we get to their picks. Which all right, we all um, actually, that's a good segue into the, everyone made their pick for the Tampa game, right? Yeah, yeah. and I just want to say that I'm sticking with my, with my, you know, stance on the Bucks. that this is a complete PR stunt of a team. They're fraud, they are not good, and it shows. They've been absolutely blown out by the Saints twice. So, I don't know. PR stunt, Antonio Brown didn't look good. Tom Brady awful they're a pr you know team they're a they, joke of a team they have too many too many options and they can't pick between right. them. and they i think i was i don't know if it was espn and somebody said they're like you just got to narrow it down to like focus on like godwin and, and evans and then you can throw to brown and gronk whenever or, or you can use those guys as option like every once in a while but you shouldn't be giving them as many targets as those other guys should have it's I uh, yeah I I think that each new signee that the Buccaneers has gotten has overshadowed the former to the point where you just like like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are great options and they're kind of they're overshadowed right now by the just the name of Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski mm-hmm. and you have some well, great options on that team that you're not Leonard Fournette came in and he hasn't been doing great but he's definitely like people keep talking about Fournette Fournette Fournette. Ronald Jones was was doing well early on in the year. I think this team is just trying to stack up and and become like a team filled with superstars, and it's not going to work. I don't think they're good at all. They play bad teams and win, and as soon as they play a halfway decent team, they lose. Minus the Packers. Wait, can we can we talk about too? I don't know if this plays a factor, but how the box plane was delayed like seven and a half hours last night. Did it anyone was. see that? No. Yeah, they're. They're playing. They got stuck on the tarmac for seven and a half hours. So they didn't take Jeez. off last night to Carolina. They didn't take off till I don't even know. It was um, something like they didn't take off till like 1030. They were supposed to leave at like three or something. And they didn't take off till like 1030. And they didn't get there till like midnight last night. Really? Yeah. So I don't it know sucks. if that plays any factor in the game. It might. And, we, and Seth and I were talking it, about how they it, don't it, travel it, early anymore because of COVID. So that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It would to me, it would mean it would be more of a factor if they were playing in a different time zone. Mm-hmm. And if they uh, if that was like a 7 p.m. flight as yeah. opposed to a three. The fact that that's a 3 p.m. flight, you f- actually yeah, leave at 10 p.m. Like right. Like because like if, it, if it's a 7 p.m. flight, then you get to a point where you get delayed seven and a half hours and you're running into where they would be like going to sleep. Right. But mm-hmm. with a 3 p.m. flight that gets delayed by seven hours, it's 10 p.m. You can you know, the game is at um, one o'clock. Right. So you can sleep in until, you know, 11 realistically, depending on what your pregame routine is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. If it if it was different circumstances, I think it would play a factor. I think the Bucks are going to win this game. It doesn't yeah, say anything about this team, but they're going to win. It says that they were supposed to take off at 225, and then they were expected to land at 1130 at night once the plane had taken off. So whatever, however long that flight is from Tampa to Carolina. Good inside Probably information, both. though, there, Ferullo. A- aviation I, enthusiast, Ferullo, giving us the plane lay down. <laughs> you know. Uh, all right, next game, Chargers, Dolphins. Uh, I'm going. I'm I'm going with the underdogs here. I'm taking the Chargers. I feel like this is the week that they finally right the ship. Uh, I I don't think that Tua is good. Uh, the Dolphins defense has been carrying them, but this is the week that the Chargers right the wrongs of the past few weeks, losing at the very end of games. They're going to beat the Dolphins in Miami Gardens. Is yeah. that what it's called? Isn't it called Hard Rock Stadium? Hard Rock Stadium, but it's, it's Miami Gardens, Florida. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I, too, am taking the Chargers. I'm not going to go as far as to say that Tua isn't good. I will say that he's not nearly as good as people are hyping him up to be. I right. think they put him in too early. And I said that, and I think it was a mistake. For we them. both said that. Why would you? It's the same thing with, with Chicago and Trubisky. Why would you switch things up when things are going well? I could understand if the Dolphins had a losing record and were out of the playoffs and they wanted to give him experience. You are you are very well in a playoff spot if you're the Dolphins right now. The Patriots are terrible, and the division is is controlled by the Bills. But you can sneak into a wild card spot if you really turned it on. I wouldn't have went to I wouldn't have gone to Tua this early. I don't think it was right at all. Uh, Nick Ferrillo has left the call, and yeah, so I don't know who he picked. Did he pick anybody? Who? Ferrillo? Oh, <laughs> oh, I wasn't even. I I was. I was. <laughs> I kind of zoned out a little bit because I was like, I figured Ferullo was going to talk next. No, he did not. Um, he did not anything. pick. What All just right. happened? Uh, what you just left happened? the call, bud. All right, <laughs> I didn't touch anything. All right, I get the Dolphins. I'm going with the Dolphins because of, of their defense. I'm going with the Dolphins because <laughs> of their defense. Their defense is going to shut Herbert down, and they're playing at home. They have all the momentum from the past two weeks. They beat the they beat the Cardinals. They beat the Rams. So two. I mean, I think the Cardinals are better than the Rams, but I just think that they kind of got all the momentum now, whereas the Chargers are kind of at a low point. This would be a big game for the Chargers to win, but I think that the Dolphins' defense is going to be able to beat them. All right. Ferrillo's got the Dolphins. Seth and I have got the Chargers. Moving on. Broncos, Raiders. I'm going back on my going back on my going back on my claim when I said that the Raiders were going to win the rest of the season. And then I said, psych, they're not going to, I'm going back on it. The Raiders are going to win out. They're going to beat the Broncos today. Pretty easily. Drew Locke gets way too happy about himself when he completes one pass. Uh, I like the way this Raiders team is coached. I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, I have to agree. I'll go with the Raiders as well. Good. We all agree. Um, Next game. I'm going to I'm going to opt to go last on this game. Bills and Cardinals. Let's have Ferrillo go first because that might help us. <laughs> I'll go first, but I am taking the Cardinals. I think they're coming off. A, all right, Seth, stop making faces at me, bro. It's making me feel bad about myself. Um, you should feel bad about yourself. You're terrible just, at this. I don't think the Bills are that good. I And I know what you guys are thinking. I don't think the Bills are that good. 
going back on it, yes, they beat Seattle last week, whatever. Seattle didn't have Carlos Hyde or Chris Carson. So that's two big assets that they've lost. And the Bills kind of came down to a nail-biter with the Pats if it wasn't for Cam Newton fumbling. You don't know what would have happened in that game. I just don't think the Bills' record is as good as it should be. I think they should have two more losses in there. I think the Cardinals are coming off a bad loss against the Dolphins, um, and they are home today. I think that Kyler is going to throw for a lot. I think Hawkins is going to have a big game, and I think that the Cardinals are just going to run away with it. Seth? Uh, I got Buffalo. I mean, they're coming off of a win against the Seahawks, who are one of the best teams in the NFC. Like, I, I, I just don't – and Arizona has been shaky ever since – the first couple weeks of the season, like the, the, the first three weeks of the season, Mer- Kyler Murray was going off and then he's very much tailed off since then. Not that he's playing badly. It's just, he's not putting up the crazy insane, you know, games that we saw him doing uh, the first couple of weeks. I just, I think of Buffalo from a confidence and momentum like thing, like they've, they're on a, what four game win streak now, three game win streak. Uh, hold on. Three, three game win streak. Yeah, three game win streak. Some of those, you know, <laughs> coming against Seattle, um, a Patriots team that almost beat you, but you, you know, you got, you end up getting a little bit lucky at the end there, so that maybe shakes you a little bit. But still, a three game win streak is, you know, you're going to be confident about that. So I think that they, I, I don't think that they run the table in this game, but I think that they win. All right. I think this is by far the best game of the day. Mm-hmm. These are two of like my favorite teams to watch in football right now. I think they're both doing great things. I have to disagree with Seth saying that Kyler Murray has tailed off. He's gone for he went for 360 yards against the Seahawks before the bye. He went for 280 yards last week in the loss and the upset. A couple weeks before that, he went for like 380 against the Jets. I think he's I, I think he's consistently playing well and he's got that that run game in his back pocket that he can pull out at any time. Arizona's at home today. Arizona is looking for redemption. This Buffalo defense has been getting worse and worse uh, as the weeks have gone on. They're allowing more and more touchdown passes to more and more quarterbacks. I believe they've allowed multiple touchdown passes to six different quarterbacks. Um, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to go with Ferrulo as well. This is, this is going to be a seesaw shootout of a matchup, but I think that the game conditions better favor the Cardinals than they do the Bills. I'm taking the Cardinals. It's going to come down to the end, though, to be honest. It is, and it's the Cardinals seem to... to like the, I, I look back to the Cardinals-Seahawks game. The Cardinals played that game very well and edged them at the very end. I agree with Ferrulo. I think they're going to come out on top again in this one. So, yeah, that's our first our first disagreement. I would have loved to pick the Bills, but I'm just, I don't know. And I might be wrong about it. I might not be. But I've got a feeling about this Cardinals team today. So, yeah, I'm taking Cardinals. All right, next game, 49ers and Saints. I get this. I get the Saints. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you're supposed to pick anyone else, but. Yeah, yeah 49ers is, are banged up. Saints look good. Playing? Is Garoppolo even playing? I don't even think so. Doesn't change my pick. 
Yeah. It does. Yeah, the Saints looked real good last week against the Bucks. Mike Thomas was back last week. Alvin Kamara is doing his thing. They're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. All right, next game, Seahawks and Rams. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Two bad losses to the Cardinals. I think they had a win in between, right? The Cardinals and the um, the Bills. And they beat, yeah, they beat the 49ers in between only by 10. I don't think the Rams are as good as their record shows. You look at the teams that they beat, um, you know, they've beaten all four of the NFC East teams, um, you know, so I, I just, I think, and some of those games were close too. I just, I think that the Seahawks, yes, they don't have Carson or Hyde again, but I think that Matt, they got Metcalf, they got Lockett, they got DJ Moore, right? Yeah. So um, I think those Russell will spread it out and coming off a bad loss against the Bills, David I think that they'll, you know, kind of turn it around and win away today. Yeah, I agree. Um, Seth and I talk about this all the time. The Rams are like the most quiet, good team in the NFL right now. Them and the Colts, it's they're just like you don't know yeah. that they're good. They're just kind of like winning games really silently. Uh, Seahawks are looking for a redemption week. And I think the Rams are just going to be wrong place, wrong time. Russell Wilson's going to return back to MVP form. I've got the Seahawks winning this game. Yeah, I do too. All right. Next game. We all took Seahawks. Next game. Bengals Steelers. Seth, I have a feeling that you're going to take the Bengals for some reason. <laughs> you would be wrong. I'm taking the Steelers. Oh, OK, well, it's the, it's the way you were talking about earlier. You're like, yeah, we're going to have to talk about this. Oh, no, game. because because no, because they are like, let's face facts here. This is the worst undefeated team we've ever seen. They, yep. Like, but realistic, <laughs> this is the issue with the Steelers is you look at the remainder of their schedule and it isn't great. Like, like, look, they play Bengals this week. They play the Jaguars next week. They play the Ravens after that, who haven't been the Ravens of old. And then they play the Steelers, or they play the Steelers. That, yeah. Then they play they Washington. The <laughs> right? So, realistically, they could easily win their next four games, including today, and end up being 12-0. and Then you have a game against the Bills that will be a test. But then you play Bengals, Colts, Browns. Like, they very easily could go 14 and two or 15 and one for like for their season record. Right. I would not be surprised to see it, but come playoff time, I feel like they're going to get exposed. I feel like if there's any game that the Steelers could lose, it's this one. And I don't know why I feel like the Bengals and the Steelers uh, next, always next, play in next week. And the bills are the two games that I see as like the they'll game. definitely they'll lose to the sorry, bills not next, sure. two weeks from now, two weeks. From Listen, now, right? I'm picking the Steelers. I'm just saying, yeah. I saw the way that they played against the Cowboys last week. I think a lot of people are going to think that this is going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a lot closer oh, than people think. A lot closer than people think. So I'm taking Steelers, but don't sleep on Joe Burrow and the Bengals to make this one close because the Steelers played awful against the Cowboys last week, a broken Cowboys team. The Cowboys like almost won that game if it weren't for like a late game kind of, you know, whatever. So I'm picking the Steelers. Don't sleep on the Bengals, though. Yeah, Brandon, I'm going the same with you. I'm going with the Steelers, but I do think it's going to I think it's going to be a close game, to be honest with you. Closer than a lot of people expect it to be. I think Burrow kind of I mean, you look at how bad the Bengals were last year without Burrow. And I'm not saying Burrow is like making the Bengals into a super team because they aren't. But 
he's definitely creating more offense with that team. And I think that the Steelers, you know, they kind of, I don't know, their defense can keep them in games. I think if they had a worse defense, they, their record would be like 500. They'd be like four and four or something to be honest with you. But, um, I, I just, I get the Steelers in this one, but I, it honest, I think it could go anyway, either way. Yeah, it definitely could. I think, I think Joe Burrow is going to win rookie of the year, but I don't want him to, mm-hmm. I don't buy into his hype at all. I, I didn't yeah. buy into the, the LSU hype. I didn't buy into the hype of him being the best quarterback in this draft. Uh, I don't buy into the Bengals hype. I don't buy into the quarterback. He is throwing like he's top three in passing leaders right now for 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 passing yards in the NFL. But they don't run the ball like Cart made this point a, a few weeks back. They don't run the ball ever, ever. They're just they throw the ball every single time. So he's throwing like double the amount of passes that some of these other quarterbacks who are up at the top of the list as well are throwing. So it makes sense why he's like a league leader in passing yards because he's throwing twice as many passes. So I don't buy into his hype at all. But unfortunately, I do think he's going to win rookie of the year. All right. Final game of the night. Ravens Patriots. I'll go first. Yeah, the other way. Yeah, I'm going with Will, Will it? Will it already knows who I'm picking? No, I know who you are, and I know your reasoning behind it, and I'm gonna agree with you. <laughs> He's finally yeah. on my train. All right, go. Rulo, for it. go ahead. All right. As much as I want to pick the Pats, I'm gonna pick the Ravens. I just, I think actually, I think it's gonna be a close game because prime time, the Pats. You know, last week they, I don't know, they looked. Their defense just looks so bad, and they're missing so many people, too. So as bad as the Ravens' offense has looked with the amount of – like, you look at the difference from last year. I mean, the, the, how good the Ravens were. I mean, if this was last year, Pats was – it, was it a problem? If this was last year, year, Pats lose, okay? Yeah, I think they have a better no. shot at winning this year than they do last year. No, no, no. I, I 100% agree with you, but I think that Lamar is just going to – make a fool of the Pats D because they're missing assets like Hightower and um, a few other guys. Is Gilmore back yet? I don't even think he's back. I mean, he was out last um, week, but and yeah, it was part he, of the reason either why. Either way. Close, but. Yeah, either way. I mean, I just think, I don't, I don't know. I think the Pats, the Pats offense struggles to get in the end zone once they get down into the red zone. So um, I think if they can control it in the red zone and get in the end zone more often, and they would usually do. I think that the Pats actually walk away with the win. Uh, and I wouldn't be mad with that, but I'm going to pick the Ravens. Seth? Yeah, so me and Will are picking the Ravens for one reason and one reason only. I started this train last week and will continue it throughout the rest of the season. I am picking against the Patriots every game for the rest of the season so that if the Patriots lose, I at least got the pick right. But if they win, I'm happy because my football team won. And that's what I'm sticking with. I will not deviate from that path. And it wasn't right. last week. It was the week before that I started. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, this game could go one of two ways. It could be a close back and forth battle with the Patriots edging out the Ravens at the end of the game. Or it could be 75 to nothing Ravens. Uh, and there, there is no middle ground. If the <laughs> Patriots played like they did against the Seahawks, they win this game. And. I have no doubt in my mind about that fact that if they play like they played against the Seahawks, they win this game. 
The only fear that I have is that they aren't going to play like they did against the Seahawks and they're going to come out and, and absolutely lay one down. So I'm picking the Ravens because I'm a realist. I stuck with the Patriots on this pick as long as I could. And of course, they're probably going to prove me wrong the one week I go away from them. I'm picking the Ravens. I hate the Ravens offense. Seth and I think it's fraud. Carp thinks it's fraud. This Ravens team is not good, um, but they're going to beat a very bad, a very battered and a very bruised Patriots team on Sunday night football. That's my prediction. But I agree with Seth. If I get the pick wrong, then we both get the pick wrong and the Patriots win a game and their playoff hopes are still alive. This is your season if you're the Patriots, because you have to win out if you want a shot at the playoffs realistically. So I, I keep saying that every week. This is the season. This is the season. This is literally the season. Like if you lose here, you're you're mathematically like not going to make the playoffs pretty much. Yeah, because it's it's going to be real hard to go 10 and six and make the playoffs. You would need to be 11 and five to sneak into the wild card. So if they lose tonight, Pat season's done. I'm picking the Ravens, though. Seth's picking the Ravens. I think the other thing, too, that we have to kind of look at is the Pats. I mean, dude, we're so we were so lucky to to see Brady win that many rings for them. So to to kind of see them fall, like I said, I wouldn't be mad if they did start losing though. I I would hope that they would lose enough to kind of get a high enough draft pick. Um, everyone's kind of on the Trevor Lawrence train. I'm more on the Justin Fields train. I told uh, Brennan this in school, um, but I mean. You hope that they can win and, and kind of start making a comeback. But to win out with the rest of their schedule that they have, it's going to be a very difficult challenge. But I think they got to take it just one game at a time. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I got a question for you, too. Do you think Cam Newton is the quarterback of the future for this team? Or do you think the Pats look elsewhere at the end of the year? Um. All right. So going in the beginning of the year, I thought that he was right. I mean, I mean, if you fall on him him on Instagram, you see the work that he was putting in, in the off season and stuff. And he comes out the first two games and he looked tremendous, right? They beat the, um, they beat the dolphins week one and they go in and they lose to the Seahawks in week two on a pretty bad play call at the goal line. Right. But Newton threw for over 300 yards. He, he looked very good. I don't know. And then they come out, they beat the Raiders, right. Um, by 16, right. So they, they look good in that game too. And but also don't I, don't discount the fact like he's still putting in that work. Like no, let's no, no, not no, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying that he's not. But what I'm saying is I think COVID actually messed him up. Yeah, mentally. if you had been listening to the podcast, we would have been talking you would have heard us talk about that. Because we've been yeah. saying it about Zeke, we've been saying it about Cam. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zeke's already like as of like two weeks ago, Zeke had already fumbled more this year than in like almost his whole career to this mm-hmm. like it was now, crazy. And I don't know if it's like, I mean, we know, me and Brennan know for hockey season, obviously it's different for football, but if you are like sick and you take a break for two weeks, it's kind of hard to regain ground quick. Like you, you lose so much training, like you're doing this stuff every day, especially if this is your living, like he does this for a living. So he does it all the time. So to kind of, if he was sick to the point where he wasn't practicing, where he wasn't doing anything, obviously, and he was home and he was quarantined taking two weeks off can take a big hit on his body. So, right. I mean, that, there's loss losses to the Chiefs. Yeah, Broncos, no, I, right? I don't, I don't think that's a specific to hockey thing. I think it's you hockey, hockey, hockey probably is affected more by it at lower levels than other mm-hmm. sports are. 
But when it gets to a professional level, anytime you have to take two weeks off, oh or, yeah, you know, it's going to be a problem. Well, and it takes a while, right. To get back into it. So I don't, I think it's from right now, Brennan, going back to your question, I think it's hard to kind of know if he is the quarterback of the future. I would have loved to see him be the quarterback of the future. If he can get back to the form that he was when they went to the Super Bowl in Carolina, right? I think every Patriots fan would have liked that. I think they got to start throwing, he's got to start throwing the ball more to, it's hard, right? They don't have many guys, right? Edelman has been out, um, but Myers looked really good last week, right? So, I mean, it's kind of hard to to see who he throws the ball to and stuff. But if they can play like they did a lot, if they can play like they did in the first three games of the season and they can get back to that consistent playing, I think that he could earn himself a, a spot with the pass for the future, especially once if all this COVID stuff, whenever it goes away. Right. I think that once you can get back to a normal season, you can get back to training and everything. I think that he can actually carve himself out a job as the Patriots quarterback um, if they can get him a few more assets to kind of help him. Right. To get back to where they want to be, which is the Super Bowl. See, I think it's twofold, kind of. Um, I think COVID informs what I'm about to say. But basically, I mean, me and. um. Me and Brendan have been talking about it all the time. Like we, we text each other during the games, and we're like, it looks like the the Patriots coaching staff is telling Cam not to run. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the first three weeks of the season, it that wasn't the case as much. And we saw Cam having proper throwing fundamentals. Um, that was one of the big things over the first three weeks of the season um, that people were really giving him credit for and giving the Patriots credit for was it looked like he was throwing fundamentally better than he was when he was in Carolina. Like just his mechanics were much better. And then last week during the Jets game, they were talking a lot about how he was making these really bad um, back foot throws and his shoulders were off and then I would say he tightened that up towards the end of the game when they, you know, made the comeback in the fourth quarter. And so I would say that because the coachings, I would say that COVID made the coaching staff apprehensive to let him run Mm -hmm. because they weren't sure about, you know, the lung, you know, capacity issues or whatever it was. And then they also don't want to get hurt because let's not forget, I say this all the time, but no one's been hurt more since cam came into the nfl van cam and that's with him missing like a year and a half due to injuries and then um so the fact that he can't run and he's focused a lot on his throwing now he's getting into his head with his throwing so he gets he reverts back to his old ways and he stops Mm -hmm. being as fundamentally sound as he was in the first couple of weeks of the season so hopefully he can kind of remedy that let's not forget i mean like it's week 10 he's got eight games left Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of time left in the year for like, I I think if the Patriots end up with a winning record this year, that cam gets another one year deal. If they make the playoffs, I feel like he gets a multi-year deal. Mm -hmm. I I think too, going off of that Seth, I think that everyone, I mean, you look at the past. Now I know it's Instagram and I know these people don't have any say, but you look at people selling him so short after games they're like get rid of cam he's so bad right no one like no one realized the first three weeks right they were two and one right they they almost were three and out 
right? And then he goes off with COVID, right, and stuff like that. And everything changes. The whole season changes, right? From right. there, they're they're now that I mean that was their last week was their first win in five weeks. They were one and four in the past five weeks since Cam had gotten COVID, right? So obviously he missed two of those games, but at the same time, right? I think it's just I I honestly agree with you. I think if they make the playoffs, he gets a multi-year deal, and I think if he can lead them to a winning record, he will get another one-year deal. But I think that people are going to stop selling him short. And just let him do what he does. Because, right, he's got to – he also is coming back from – right, he's got to get back to that motivation and everything. And another thing is if there were fans, I think it would be totally different because I think that he would have more motivation, right, especially in the at, at home, right? But, right. I mean, I think that I agree with you in the fact that if he can lead them to even just a winning record, he will get another deal with the Pats. And another year to prove himself, um, which could be helpful, especially if they get more assets for him to throw to um, and other stuff. I'd agree with Seth's um, analysis. I think Cam's a victim of the play call, and it it looks like they're telling him not to run, which I think is is probably one of the biggest issues is why did he look so good in week one and week two? I don't think they were given him much direction. Uh, I thought the play call looks pretty good week one and week two. They were utilizing his assets really well. It was a different Patriots offense and it was working. Uh, Something changed when he came back from COVID and they're telling him not to run. It's very clear that they've drawn a a square in the pocket for him and told him not to elude the pocket because you see him start to like want to run and then hesitate and like stop. And then like just like basically he freezes up in the pocket. Which I think if there wasn't so much direction on that, I think the offense could run a little bit better. I also think that they could be utilizing him uh, in terms of the plays that they're calling in better ways. Patriots play call has historically, though, been kind of head scratching. Um, there's there's some moments where you're sitting there and you're like, what what was that play call? Why are we why are we running it up the middle on third and ten with James White and he gets two yards? I don't know. Um if he was to be the quarterback of the future, something would definitely have to change. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think there's much more that we can say on this. I am a little bit pressed for time right now. I do have another Rona test soon. That's so, fine. We did all the games. So. Yeah. So Very that's good. all I've got. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. Best of luck to both of you today in the pick em. We'll keep you guys updated on the Instagram. And yeah, stuff at TBR this week. TBR tour episode two and three will be out this week. Um, Ferulo and I have a big match scheduled with carp robbie carpentier versus ferulo and i on a team uh that's going to be an electric video so when is that sure it's gonna be happening this sometime this week we're uh we're figuring out the deets but oh is he home yeah he's home today yeah. he yeah. came home because penn state football is so bad <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm still undefeated <laughs> yeah that's very true um tbr to episode two and three we're live streaming NCAA football pretty much every weeknight um, at like 7.38. We're 6-0 and right now. We've got a big game against Ohio State tomorrow night, I think, is when I'm going to record I thought it. You, I thought you said that you were – who did you play last night? Or did I didn't end up playing game? the game. Oh, I thought you said you were playing Ohio State last I night. I was supposed to play Ohio State last night. I didn't end up playing. I ran out of daylight and then got too tired. I didn't want to lose the game. They're the number one team in the nation in the game. So, yeah, that's going to be tomorrow night, I think. Um, We're launching a new podcast. 
uh, we have the Up All Night podcast. Just recorded another episode last night. This podcast, pretty much everything at TBR right now is buzzing. So make sure you go and check it out. But that's all I've got. This has been episode 49 of the review, the week 10 pick'em. And happy football watching, everybody. We'll see you next time.